0: I'm reading today from Ephesians, and I have a little uh, thing that helps me mark the place, so i 'm looking at Ephesians chapter six, and some will say, "Well, brother friends, it's very familiar. we know that, yes, it is, and so turn with me, and let 's read verse 10 and eleven. we'll read two verses, and this, of course, is paul 's letter to ephesus it 's very interesting, in fact, one of my favorite books in the whole Bible. But uh, I'm going to begin with verse 11. The Bible says, finally, can you say finally, finally, my brethren. So you see, we're, we're obviously in the middle of something. Finally, my brethren, be strong. Everyone say, be strong. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. And. In the power of his might. Or, as one translation says, his mighty power. And I like that because that's a simple way to think of it. His mighty power. That's okay. Although we know the word might and power are really the same word. But there's a sense in which this is trying to say his, his strength. Everyone say his strength is Mighty. Hallelujah. Some of you don't believe it. It doesn't make any difference. I am here to deliver a message to the devil. You get your hands off of God's people. We come to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And it is a mighty power. I don't know. Okay. Some of you say, well, Brother French, in order for that to be, he's got to say that really loud. Wow. I'm not saying that because I have to say, wah! I'm saying that because it is absolutely true, and I'm going to say it very softly. It is a mighty power. And every imp that has attempted to wiggle its way into this people, hindering, causing tumors to grow and trying to discourage. I say to you this morning, God is greater than any force of hell. He is a mighty power. Now, this is coming before, or it might say as intro, to the parallel of Paul about Christian power, not just God's power. So it's intro to his discussion of power that he contrasts. I'm almost there. One more verse. The of that of a soldier and the importance of armor in the battle. You'd be an absolute fool. You'd be a complete... I'm way too stirred up. I'm going to say things, Lord, I I don't mean to say things that way. You'd be a complete fool. Let me just get careful here. Sister French, let me look over here. You'd be a complete fool to go into battle without the armor. So he says, be strong In God's strength. Be strong in God's strength. Could we just whisper? Could we just I'm going to read that last verse, but could we just give him a little bit of praise and say, Lord, I want to be strong. I believe the strength of heaven is at my disposal today. And I receive it. That is the key to receive God's strength. Praise God. Ikata shata. Hallelujah. We're not trying to impress. I can't I barely preach this. I didn't come to impress you. I didn't come to tell you I've got a PhD and I did this and I did that. And just because I'm seven feet tall. Just because I'm a tall preacher. I didn't come to impress you. And listen devil. I didn't come to worry about what you think we cannot do. Because we can do all things. We can do what God has determined we shall do. All right, verse 11. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against The wiles of the devil. So my message is entitled today, able, right from here, able, let me get it out, able to stand. That's a prophecy. It's also right out of the text, word for word in the King James. Able to stand. Now, I don't care if you just had the biggest defeat you ever saw in your life. I want you to clap your hands and praise God and ask him to anoint his word right now. Come on, let's close our eyes and let's praise him a little bit. Father, I thank you today. I thank you today because you will anoint this messenger. I pray that you will inspire hearts that no enemy can stop the church in these last days. They're going to try. They're going to tell us things that are absolute lies and some will believe it. But they cannot stop us. We have you. And therefore, we cannot lose. And everyone said, amen. 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 Please be seated. Thank you. I know you've stood. And uh, I'm going to work on that. All right, here we go. Now, some of you listening to this preacher this morning are worried about circumstances. You feel that uh, you're nervous. And uh, we're living in a culture, a very, very nervous culture. And the world is actually quite uh, nervous. They are doing all these surveys, and I'm just—I'm just telling you that we're living in a, a generation. Maybe, uh, oh, I'm not going to—I'm not going to venture the reasons why. We're just in a very uh, concerned culture, and some of you, regardless of that, are facing things which have discouraged you and and uh, caused uh, you to. to question or to wonder, what in the world am I going to do? And you have uh, you have asked the Lord that. Lord, what in the world am I going to do? You're wondering just how it is. And some of you prayer warriors, you need to pray that God will anoint the word to our hearts this morning. Do I have any prayer warriors here this morning that could just say, I'm going to pray that God will anoint the word of our pastor because it's not about sermonizing, although there's nothing wrong with sermonizing, but it's not about it. It is about what God wants to do. In fact, we are in 2016. We've already had three weeks of fasting. Over half of January, I was so ill, did not even know what I had, uh, basically. And the devil was just laughing and hee-hawing and he thought, uh, oh man, have I ever done... But you see, God never makes a mistake. How many knows that God knows what he's doing? He knows exactly what he's doing. And so when you ask him what in the world is going on there's one that knows the answer to that it is not a president of a country it is not a king or a potentate when you ask yourself what in this world is happening how will this all turn out how am i going to make it and i'm being directed today by the holy ghost To remind you that your God is able. Everyone say able. Hallelujah. Lord, somebody's going to believe this before I'm done. I believe that. Your God is able to make you able. He is able. He knows exactly what he's doing. I am sick and tired of people that claim all the credit and climb up on a stage and pretend that there's somebody. The Beatles said that they had become so famous that they were more famous than Jesus Christ. But guess what? They're gone. But the Son of God is still alive and working. We've got spirits moving in this generation just as the rapture is about to take place, just as the church is preparing itself and having revival. Church, listen to me. It's not time to preach sermons. It's time to trust God, a God that is able. I'm trusting God. No, 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 some of you. God is wanting to do. Listen to me. God, okay, we'll do it this way because I'm scaring some of you. Let's do it like this. God wants to do the impossible for you. And the devil is worried. <sighs> okay, okay. Now, Lord, I'm, they think I'm going to shoot right through that roof. And we're going to have to do all that repair job. Me shooting up through that roof. Not to mention my head surgery that I'll have to have. And so they're worried about it. So I'm just going to stand real still. Because I'm stirred. I'm not leaving this place today without preaching to you what I believe the spirit of prophecy is telling us. that. The devil is so nervous. Now, he'll lie to you. Oh, man, no, man. I'm cool. I'm not worried. Man, we got the whole world, everybody doing what I tell him to do. He is so nervous that a little old church over on Terra is getting ready to see the impossible take place in the midst of their families and their neighborhoods and their city. It's about to happen because God is able Hallelujah. But it's not just God. God makes us able. We're enabled by the power of the Holy Ghost. Let's clap our hands one more time. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Put on the whole armor of God. And so it is. God is able and he enables us even in the face of your worst enemy now somebody right now you have been listening to your preacher and you said I don't care if they're hooping over there or not God is trying to tell me that the enemy that has come against me can be defeated that enemy is not a victor But a loser. Praise God. And so the enemy is trusting that you will not believe Ephesians 6 and 10. So, God's able to do it in the face of your enemy. But first of all, we achieve the victory over the enemy. Only in God's mighty power. It doesn't come because we have a choir or because we're Bible scholars. There are plenty of people know every Bible language. I've known some that had Aramaic, and I've studied a little bit, but I'm not very good at that, and Hebrew, and Greek, and Latin, and... Bunch of Latin, a lot of Greek. And, and I've seen them come in with, with uh, all kinds of ancient studies. And they had n- been brought no closer. Are you following what I'm saying? Some of the most intelligent. I'm not, I'm not angry at anybody. I'm trying to tell you that you cannot rely upon your intellect. I hope I want our young people to, to do well and have good jobs. And I hope you graduate from fine universities. You listen to me. I hope our young people achieve good things. I hope they're blessed if they want to go to the university. If they become a doctor. Someone came and said, I need to be a doctor. I want to be a doctor. They're making straight A's. I said, you can be the best doctor in the state of Georgia. It is possible. But you've got to put God first. That's more important than anything else. And that's what they're doing. They're putting God first, right, Sister French? They're putting God first. That's exactly what they're doing. So I pray. I want to be very, very careful. I don't want to stumble through this. I pray that we do well. I pray that you are blessed financially. I have no problem with that. I'm not asking God to make us a bunch of paupers that run around and we can't even take care of our own families. That's not, what, what value would that be? that we're unable or unconcerned so much that we would not strive to do our best. But that does not contradict the fact that all of the money that the United States of America could pile together, or China, or uh, all the oil nations, or whoever else, none of it will bring you an inch closer to the glory of God There is only one thing that can do that, and that is the heart of a man and a woman that has determined I want to be in the presence of God. I will let nothing keep me from it. Can we clap our hands one more time? Praise God, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. His mighty power. So we must put on God's armor in our lives. So you see, you must first put it on. I want to depend upon what God has given me. And let me say one more thing. Everybody say, praise the Lord. I'm, I know that I'm not going to win any friends. So Lord, help me. I'm not going to win any friends. It's not my, I'm not interested in it today. You cannot. All right, uh, I'm I'm trying to calm. Uh, all right, let's calm calm down. I seem to be the most worked up person in the building, so just let me calm down. You cannot rely on who will be elected president, or politics, or a political party, or a political theory. Now, some of you are going to, I know what you're going to, I am coming against the demons. They think they have it sewn up, but there is a power that is so mighty today that it will knock down every force of this world, and it will draw us right into the presence of God. So some will judge and say, Brother French is saying you shouldn't vote, and you shouldn't have a political opinion, and and, and you can't have anybody's opinion, but so-and-so's opinion. Not so. Not so. I vote every election. I believe it's the right thing to do. I keep it to myself. I don't run around trying to play uh, voter registration, blah, 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 blah. It's not my point. I have, I'm a citizen. I have a right to vote if I want to vote. Some say I don't want to vote. They have a right not to vote. But I want to tell you what the devil's trying to do. He would love for us to think that our answers are tied up with men and their political opinions. Let me tell you something, folks. I, I don't know if I can stay on this platform. I better get off the platform. We better both get off of here. Something is going on up here. It's evidently not going on up there, but it's going on up here. You better get out of your mind that somebody you vote for or somebody that you send to Washington, that that is going to change things in the spirit world. That's not going to change one thing in this. I'm going to have to say it. You, if... Okay, okay. No, no, no. All right. I want you to hold your seat. Some of you are going to get some mad. You won't know how to uh, spit clean when I'm done here. If you put half the time into spiritual thinking that you do blabbing about politics, you could have a stir in your soul. Okay, it's fine. I'm telling you, we serve a God that is bigger than politics. It's bigger than a political opinion. We serve a God that is mighty. (laughs) Hallelujah. In fact, we serve a God you can vote against and it doesn't, he's still God. You can say, well, I don't vote for you, you're not God. Sorry, I'm still God. He's still God. You cannot rely on the next lineup of politicians. Regardless of how you think certain things would be good, that's fine. But what the devil wants you to do is to get so caught up in your money and your political ambition and your thinking That spiritual things are left in the closet. But the Holy Ghost is calling us today not to rely on man. Everybody say man. Or yourself. You cannot rely on yourself. You may be the best looking, the best dressed. You may have more money in the bank. Uh... You may be the richest man. You may count your, your uh, accounts in billions. I mean, if you're here and you do, I want to talk to you. I would love to see you. But that, that, that's not the uh, point is. If you do, that's not going to change your spiritual strength. Your strength is in the powerful might of God. Hallelujah. Holly, we can say all day long it doesn't matter. But if God says it matters, it matters. You need to listen to me. We get our sword not from human foundries, but from the hand of God. He said, take the word. This is your sword. Grab the word of God. We don't get that from man. Many years ago, a military officer and his wife, this is supposed to be a true account, so I took it directly from the account of the individual. He and his wife were aboard a ship that was caught in an ocean uh, storm. And there was a great uh, swirl and wind and, and the officer saw the frantic look in the eyes of his wife and he was quite concerned. And so he... He did everything he could. He spoke to her in gentle words and and he told her, uh, you know, I'll I'll hold I'll hold you and and uh it's gonna be all right. And no- nothing that he said was able to allay her uh fear, and it could see it in her eyes. And then uh suddenly, according to his own biography, she grasped his. Arm his sleeve and begin to cry out. How can you be so calm in the midst of all of this? He says, I stepped back a few feet and I did something. I calculated the risk. And of course, this was many, many, many years ago. And he reached down and he had this sword here in its sheath and he pulled it out pointing it directly. (laughs) This is not a recommendation, folks. I'm just reading an account from a famous uh, military officer in the middle of a storm. He pulled that sword out, and he pointed it directly at the heart of his wife. And he said to her these words, Are you afraid of this, he said? Without question, she answered, of course not. To which he then inquired, well, why not? And her reply, because that sword is in your hand. When God hands us his armor and his battle gear, his word becomes our word. Hallelujah. And we know that everything about us seems to be up in a great storm, but God is greater than the storm that you face. And for the very reason that this storm, Military officer's wife was not afraid of that moment is precisely why we do not fear what the enemy is going to do to us today. We are not afraid. We do not fret and worry because you take his sword, his word in your hand and know that its power is greater than any force that comes against against you and so you begin to pray and you begin to trust that god is able to do it could we lift our hearts and give him a praise one more time somebody is breaking through today father i thank you because there is something powerful that you have placed in our hands today so in other words listen to me church his power becomes your power so that you are able you are able to stand some of you wonder what am i going to do now the word in the greek is stay nigh which is not all that uncommon of a word but let me tell you what it means in the military sense and that's why i quoted from the general and talked about uh, that little incident on the waters and so the word stay nigh is a military word of course it means to stand it's translated stand it means to stand but as a military word it means a little bit more it means to take over, Does everybody understand what I mean by that? To go into a battle and to win that battle. To take over what the devil... Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost here. Somebody's getting ready to see victory in the name of Jesus. Somebody ought to give him a little bit of praise. Somebody's daughter, somebody's grandchildren are getting ready to break out of the devil's jail cells. And the spirit is trying to get through to somebody right now. You are able because God has placed his sword in your hands. God has reached out to us. And so we can, we can take over as it were. We can win to take over in the sense of winning that battle if you rely on, on him. So you do not lean on your own or to your own understanding. You don't fear but rather, you trust in the Lord. But let me also add in rushing that the word "stainai" also means to stand in the sense of holding, being able to hold out or stand. This is its military meaning. <laughs> That's why you would use the many words for stand in, in the Greek. But stani as a military word Meant to hold out in a critical position on the battlefield. You think, my goodness, do we have enough? Do we have enough? I don't know which... uh analogy to use but do we have enough uh, uh, ammunition are we going to be able to hold out they're they're pushing against they're coming at us let me tell you something church listen what I believe God is calling us to do I don't mean by this just be all hyped up all the time although I'm stirred up I'm not telling you to be running and jumping all the time I'm trying to tell you that we need to understand that we are in a battle mode if we're going to see revival we've got to push against evil we've got to preach the bible and say yes the storm is not going to stop me I am going to hold on and my position is solid because God is helping me to hold on hallelujah hallelujah Hallelujah. praise God praise God and so it is I told the church Wednesday night Brother French preached an amazing uh, message and uh, when we were fasting talking to us about Uh, The ability of angels and so forth to work on our behalf. And recently, one of our ministers, the Lord came and said, you've got to quit uh, just thinking that it's the way you've always done it. I'm trying to use angels on your behalf. And he said, well, Lord, I've always believed in angels. What do we mean? You are not letting me release angels on your behalf. And he said, all right. Lord, if there's something I'm doing that's keeping you from, Brother Huntley was telling this story from one of our North Carolina preachers. And I can't think of his name, but uh, he's the General Secretary or the whatever, State District Secretary of North Carolina. And I've preached there. Sister do you remember his name? All right. So she knows his name. I don't. Barn Hill. That's it. Barn Hill. So the Holy Ghost said, you you let me and I will do miracles that you can't do. You can scream and cry and tears run off your face and you you can fast and all this. But if you would let me get out there and send someone on your behalf, I'm getting ready to show you a miracle that will show you how I can do what no man can do. What you can't do, Brother Barnhill. So he said, all right, I release it, Lord. Whatever, angels, release the angels. He told his church, God told me to release angels. Monday morning, walked into a, I think it was some kind of a hardware store. Is what I understood it to be. Walked into some kind of a store, like a hardware store. And, and the lady said, immediately, he walked in looking for some little piece or something. And he is, hmm hmm And she says, uh, are you finding what you're looking for? Uh, yes, ma'am, I'm, I'm kind of needing, uh, you know, do you have this like in a half inch? And they were kind of talking. She said, now, I, I'm going to just venture a guess that you are a preacher. He said, I am. I am a preacher, a Pentecostal preacher. She said, and I'm going to also uh, guess that you pastor a church that is up on a hill. And when you drive up, there's a little little bit of a walkway. You go up and you walk in. He goes, you're right, I do. He said, I perceive that you have been to... No, she said, no, no, I've, I've never been never been and she said and i also perceive that you have an altar area quite large kind of a big church and and there's a great banister up at the like the platform and it's made of pine and there's like little uh Uh, banisters and little pillars and so on and then there's a little walk where you step up you can go onto the platform he said that's exactly right a a gentleman built that and built it just like that he said no you're 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 pulling my leg you've been to our church of course you couldn't pass no 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 i've never been to your church and she said and then i'm going to venture to guess that when you preach and there's that large podium it matches that that rail, that behind you has been built a world. And on that world, it has all of the nations and the continents. And and it says, and she gave the words like uh, the whole gospel to the whole world. He said, (laughs) ma'am, we just had that built. (laughs) You're right. That was made from wood that we imported. and, and, uh, And it was made by a craftsman. Surely someone has sent you a video. She said, oh, no, sir. She said, we have been praying for years that God would show us. And last night on Sunday night, I had a dream. And the angel of the Lord walked me to this building and said, this is the place and she said i looked around in my dream i was sound asleep she said i looked around and i saw the rail and i saw the little walkway and i saw the platform i saw the choir and then i saw that great big world and she said the holy ghost said you go to that church and you will find it and when you do they're gonna tell you how to be saved and how to get yourself into heaven and so she made Made her way the very next service and she walked in and there it all was and guess what she got baptized and she got the holy ghost because we serve a god that cuts the devil out of the middle and lets us get right in to the presence of god let's stand to our feet come on let's give god praise for just a minute i want to release angels i want to release faith in people's hearts we are able to stand we can do it in the dark hour in which we live and we give you praise and we worship you, Lord. Hallelujah. One more time. Come on. Let's clap our hands to Him. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Somebody's reaching out today to receive His spiritual arsenal to your own soul. The world has failed you as it always does not because people are worthless, but because they're just people. Your insurance agent called to tell you, oh, sure, yes, your accident policy covers falling off that roof, but unfortunately it doesn't cover hitting the ground. That's the kind of a world where people don't know who they can trust. So you have put your life into mighty hands that catch you when you fall, that stand with you in the midst of all that is going on around you. And the Spirit is speaking to you right now. Have faith in me. Now I want us to bow our heads. I want to pray I'm, 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 I just I want to give someone a chance. I saw it in the Holy Ghost. Somebody needs to step out right now and say, Brother French, I need a financial miracle. I want you to step out. Don't look around. I don't want you knowing who these people are. I just want you to step out right. That's it. Come right on. I need a financial miracle. I need God to do it right now. That's it. Okay. Now that God is getting ready to do it, a miracle is in. It's about to happen. The devil. Devil, you stay right out that door. You get out of here. It is about to happen. Somebody right now needs to say, Brother French, I'm praying that God will help me to make a decision. I need to make that decision. I need God to speak to me directly what I'm supposed to do. Come on. Come on, young people. Don't look around. I want you to pray with me for a minute. Can you not pray for five minutes? Come on. I want you to step out. I need, I need God to tell me what I should do. I want to hear the voice of God. I want to see the pine rail. I want to see the world. I want to see that wood as it's cut out and shaped like the world. I need you to talk to me, Jesus, because I'm trusting you. I believe God has given me an armor that is greater than anything this world has to offer. Praise God. I need about 10 people to come and gather around some of these right now. I want you to a kind You, I know all of us have needs, but I want us to come. That's it. Now, let's gather around these that have come and let's pray. Some of you have loved ones. You have us uh, sons, daughters, and children, and young people, grandchildren, co-workers, neighbors, friends, I want you to come right now. Let's gather just for a moment around the front. And y'all go ahead. Brother French, go ahead. I'm sorry. Let's, let's gather as close as we can and take another step forward because folks are trying to get up a little closer. That's it. Father, I pray. I pray for the miracle. That's it. Go ahead and sing it. Oh, 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 oh. come on. Why don't you give it a chance? Why don't you give God a chance? Father, I want to take it on. I need a miracle. Lord, I need the miracle that you can give. You can heal. You can touch me. You can give me the answer. You can speak directly to my heart. Not, not necessarily right in this altar. But you can do it. oh hallelujah we are able to stand today we are able to stand today hallelujah oh oh, oh, we are able to stand that's it come on why don't you wave both hands to heaven hallelujah somebody's getting a hold of it father that's important that's what we desire today somebody receiving from heavens from the very threshold of heaven lord you're going to give us hope you're going to speak to us And we thank you, Jesus.